This is Date Night Behind the Screens. Look, can we keep... Where should we go? Should I just go talk to this guy? Uh, Karen said that she would talk to him only if... Or she would let you talk to him only if she was there. Karen met him? Yeah. Oh, God. What is she gonna think? I don't know. But she didn't want to... They know this guy's here around looking for me. They're all just gonna think I'm more of a weirdo than I already am. Well... I mean, sometimes people in suits come and talk to kids. No, they don't. Yeah, it's never a good thing. If comics has taught me anything, people in suits talking to kids are always bad. Well, then how come we had to talk to that one person in a suit after mom died? Was that a good experience for you? No, but we still had to do it. Therapy and stuff. Yeah, therapy was stupid. Right? Hashtag side note, go to therapy if you need it. It's okay to not be okay. Yes, don't listen to the advice of a 10-year-old. <laughs> Played by a 33-year-old who was in therapy when he was like six. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Back to the episode. <laughs> Can't we just get him out of here somehow? How? Karen know, told tell him. him I'm at home. Well, Karen already told him that you're here somewhere. Let's get it over with. I can stay with you if you want. Tommy, you should go back to Kevin now. You were with me a long time in the barn when we were... Oh, you mean the double agent? What? He's not a plant. What are you talking about? He did nothing on the night of the raid. It was just a prank. Tommy, just go play. I think they're doing water balloons soon or something. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Tommy, for trying. Don't talk to the suit. Well, I don't know. Maybe if I lay low, he just, he'll leave. I don't think he's going to. I'd say that we should just go get it over with and I'll be there and Karen will be there. As Tommy's walking away, witness protection, Illinois. No, she's going to go to Tennessee. If he thinks I'm at camp, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just go home. But what if he goes there? Well, then Bo's there. Yeah, but we're all here. And there's lots more people here than just Bo and Hercules at home. They won't let anything happen to me. I've always been safe with Bo, and especially with Hercules. I think it's Remember when those guys came in to try to steal stuff from us, what Hercules did to them? They're not coming back anytime soon. Yeah, that was... Yeah, those guys in the blue suits came that time. I think they were just there to steal stuff. Well, I mean, the police coming after that. Oh. Or yeah. are we in a county with sheriffs instead? And there'd be brown suits. Probably. Then those guys in the brown suits came. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to this guy. I don't blame you. If you're going to try to convince her to talk to him, roll a charm check and beat her three. I'll be with you and Karen will be there too let's just get it over with and figure out what's going on also I'm used to the storyline advancing a lot faster than this 
which is okay. If it's something about... Look, I didn't want to say anything about this. We've had people come by and say that it wasn't safe for me to live with my uncle. Why? Well, I mean, there's junk everywhere and, you know, but he takes good care of me. He he does the best that he can. And mm-hmm. I'm safe there and I, I don't want to go anywhere else. Just if this is about that, tell him, tell him something nice about my uncle. All right, and I'll go talk. Okay. Okay. So you start walking back uh, toward the barn. About that time, the guy is coming out. He's kind of dusting his shoes off in the grass because he's got them all kind of messed up from being in the middle of the barn. Um, and he looks at the two of you and he kind of squints and he says, uh, Brittany, is it? And he kind of looks her over and sees what she's wearing and stuff and get the idea that he might not, now that he's got a good look at her, might not necessarily think that her name is Brittany. So Brittany uh, says that she knows who Alexis is. Um, she does. Yeah. And once she told, described her, then I know who it is too. But I mean, we just came to camp yesterday. Um, who are you so that we can tell Alexis? You are a terrible liar. <laughs> I'm 15. Um, I'm 10. Mine worked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you can tell Alexis. um, And he kind of looks at the two of you. He says, you can tell Alexis that Agent Lyle Weathers is looking for her. Agent? What agency you can tell her that agent Lyle Weathers is looking for her okay what agency that's none of your business little girl unless you'd like to come and talk to me about a game called Helix isn't that the old broken down game in the arcade? He kind of takes a little pad out and he scribbles something in it and he says, you've seen it. Yeah, it's like always out of order. Hmm. Yeah, those games are hard to keep working. So far as I can tell, there's only one or two people in the country who know how to fix them too. Yeah, it worked briefly, but then it, was, it just stopped. You've I don't know. played it before? I think I saw somebody else playing it, but it broke like really quick after. Did you see it break? No, I was at the arcade playing a different game. What's your favorite game at the arcade? Gauntlet. Okay. Roll a uh, charm check to see how deceptive you are. Uh, Difficulty 10. I don't know. I go with my brother most of the time. I just mm-hmm. pick a random game. Who's your brother? Jimmy. And your name is? Allison. Look, I'd like to help, and I'm not able to do that. 
when nobody's going to be forthright with me. And Alexis is kind of biting her lip over in the side. She says, this is about a game? And he says, yes, it is. I heard tell that a young girl, often wearing a BDU shirt around her waist, and he kind of looks over at her and she kind of doesn't know what to do. It's not like she can put it in her pocket, or, but kind of scrunches up a little bit. Curse you, fashion sense! <laughs> <laughs> um, was quite the... Um, prodigy at this game. And she just kind of squints at him and she like, How do you find something like that out from somebody just playing an arcade game? you have cameras in them or something? No. <laughs> so yeah, he reaches out and he goes to pull out what looks like it's going to be a badge. It's in one of those folding things. It might even have one in it, but he pulls a business card out of it and he reaches over and hands it to uh, Alexis. She holds it up. You can say it, see it just says um, Humbert H. Humbert. Simultrack. Simultrack? What does mm-hmm. that mean? Uh, you can roll a brains check difficulty 15 to see if you know. Yeah. The laws of mathematical probability are not on your side. <laughs> With the D6? No. Nope. No one on her D10. That's not going to work. Out of curiosity. Six. One. It's a good try. May have heard it at one point months and months and months ago. It seems like a familiar name, maybe, but who knows? Kind of like it doesn't mean anything, too. Yeah. Um, he just says, I want to help. He says, I know what you've seen. And, um, seen? I'm talking to her. I know what you've seen. And, well, if you want somebody to talk to about it, call me. Okay? She just kind of pockets the card and she's like, fine, can you leave me alone here? And he's like, all right. I can do that. And he turns, uh, kind of brushes past you, two of you, and heads back down toward where the parking lot is. Watching him walk away, walk away, walk away, walk away. When he's about this big, holding my fingers, finger and thumb apart a little bit. Do you think that was about the door or something? Not here. I mean, maybe he bugged the place or something. He never stood still long enough for that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's got some kind of tech. Let's get rid of this card then. The card? I don't know. 
Um, yeah, maybe there's something something with it. You think? Could it be? And she holds it up, and it's like a piece of paper. You know, a business card. I take it and I rip it in half. Um, Still just piece of paper. She's reaching, like, for the pieces. I hand her the other piece and I look at the little logo on it. Is it, like, shiny or anything? No, it's a white business card, flat black printing on it. It says, um, darn it, I don't have a... Simultrek. Well, I have Simultrek. Lyle Weathers. Yeah. It says... Uh, Lyle Weathers, Simultrek, and it has a phone number. Uh, not a local area code. Just like, can I have that? Yeah, and just making sure that it doesn't have any, like, wires in it or anything. Right. Good idea. And she takes it, and she says, um, yeah, um, we could go back to the Dorm, the bunk, if you want to talk about this. I don't think that's a good idea either. I mean, what if you bug that? Let's go out in the woods or something. Okay. Sure. You guys walk up, crunch through that stone dust path for a while into the woods, and it kind of fades away. And then there's an old kind of path that runs up to what they call, uh, like, the wild camp that they have here where people actually come and stay in tents and stuff. It's just an old campground. It gets used only a couple times a year, and it's on like a big flat rock up in For the, the people who want to really rough it. Yeah. For people who want to actually camp, but aren't too far, so they could go back and use take the showers, showers and stuff and if they want. Food. Um, but takes you up to the camp. Call for an ambulance an when they get bit by a rattlesnake. Up there and a big uh, swing attached to one of the trees. You just kind of find a place to sit on the ground. And she's like, okay, you can say it. That was weird, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you think that was about the door or whatever we saw? In the game? Yeah. I mean, I saw a door. Did you see the door? Yeah, I saw a door. Uh, 257. Yeah. Like, right? And then there was that code that... Yeah. What code? Wasn't there a code? Yeah, there was a keypad that she typed the code in. I'm just saying that in character. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess I typed something in on the keypad, but usually that, that keypad isn't for much. Like, you can do a couple of things with it in the like high places scores? between the letters. Like, yeah, you can type your name in with it and stuff like that. And, Did you ever you type your name it. in that? No, no, no. I didn't even get a chance to. It just powered off. How did they figure out your name? Well, he he, he had my description. I just, I don't know. Maybe Murray told him. Is that the guy that owns the place? Um, he knew we had just played it, right? Before it busted? Yeah, that's true. What about that alien face thing? Do you think aliens really look like that? That's what they look like, she says. That's definitely what they look like. I don't like 
talking about it, but I've seen them. I don't think that was in the game. I think that was... That's just what they looked like. So why was it looking at us through an arcade game? I see them sometimes in reflections, like in that arcade game. I don't know why you saw it, too, at the same time. Nobody ever sees it. I think Tommy did, too. Nobody ever has my dreams with me, either. What does it mean if I see it? I don't know. I just know that I see them in a puddle of water on the concrete. I see them in a window. I took the mirrors out of my bathroom because I always saw them there. Are they, like, standing behind you or something? No, they always... I don't know. It's not like they're there looking around or looking at me. It's just like how I remember them looking. And I can see them if the memory of them, I guess, in those places, those still reflective places. Or, you know, when I close my eyes or when I sleep or when I'm awake, you know, all the time. I guess. I remember. I see them. They took me. They took me, and they took my family. Okay, so why do you still see them? And if I saw them that time, how come I haven't seen them since? I don't know. You've never seen them when you weren't with me? I mean, not that I really noticed. Maybe you were just seeing what I was remembering. I don't know. Let me try something. Um, I don't know. Hold my hand, she says. And she really awkwardly shoots a hand out, like, super fast. Okay, and awkwardly puts my hand out slowly. Let's start with something simple. Something nice, she says. She pulls out a 9-volt battery and starts to lick it. And she thinks back. You see her there kind of resting, and you start to get images inside your mind of Christmas. Hey, Christmas. Walking down some stairs and seeing a very 80s Christmas scene. A tree with heavy uh, tinsel on it, um, an odd array of ornaments, mismatched colored paper uh, underneath the tree, (laughs) wrapping a number of presents. One of them smelling oddly like um, fish. A mantle uh, with red stockings uh, hone on it. Um, More or less. A radio care. playing Christmas music sitting in the corner of the room. And uh, two adults already sitting there kind of drinking coffee, wearing their pajamas, robes, slippers. And... Uh, you Red plaid. Don't only see that, but you also kind of feel this excitement, this joy, uh, happiness, and surprise, and fulfillment, and all those great feelings that you might associate with Christmas morning. Um, and sitting, uh, kind of beside the tree, one large, uh, unwrapped present um that's just like a 
already all assembled and stuff, and it's just like a big slot car uh, track. And that's it. And she kind of lets go of your hand, and she says, Anything? I saw Christmas. And she smiles real big. Yeah. Christmas. 19, oh, it must have been... I don't know. 84? That was a good Christmas, she says. Yeah, it was. Um, so, so, so did, did, did you see it all? You got a slot car thing, right? Yeah, that, that was, that was, you were seeing mine, my Christmas. What I had before. That's cool. Those were my parents, she says. And she kind of swallows it before she finishes it. Um, that was my living room. That was our tree. That was on the island. So how come we saw that other stuff when I wasn't holding your hand or anything? Well, I don't know if we, if we have to. She said, let me try again. And she closes her eyes again, and she just kind of faces toward you uh, a little bit. And she squints kind of hard. And you do, you get the... Uh, feeling again, and it's just a little bit later, it seems like, in the same day. You can see kind of the papers scattered across the floor. She's kind of sitting. Uh, you have the view as if through her eyes, sitting there in front of the track, watching the stuff zip around it. Um, and kind of the smell uh, of her father's pipe as he lights one and up uh, later in the room, uh, yeah. sitting beside her on the couch. I see it. Or sitting on the couch beside her. <sighs> yeah. That's cool. Well, that's new, she says. What's new? That. <laughs> Sharing something like that, she oh. says. Well, yeah, I don't know of anybody who can do that, so that's, that's kind of cool. The first time... Well, there at the arcade, I guess, was the first time that that I remember. So, what do you think the door means? I have these memories. Um, they're not mine. There's that door. There's a, a ferry ride. There's there's a there's a room with glass vials and microscopes and people in white coats and and people with guns but it's it's not me I, I've never been there um, and I try to see who I am I try and I try and I try I, 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 I try to think back to a memory in a bathroom or Whatever, and I, I, I look in a mirror to see who I am, who I am, but it's only them looking back at me. It's it's those things that look back at me. Can can maybe you can try now, and I can see if I you recognize sp- any. All of, the of a sudden, when you say, "Can you try now?" instead of anything in the lab, you see the gray alien face looking back at you from a mirror, and just kind of 
staring and slowly maybe swaying a little bit. And then poof, it comes out of your head again. And she just starts, like, bawling. And Jess is sitting on the ground, kind of stunned. And she's just kind of closed up now. She grabs, like, at her pockets, pulls out something, like a candy bar or something, and she starts munching on it very slowly, almost like chewing her thumbs as she goes. Sorry. Sorry. Just a weird... Just a weirdo. No, it's just... It's a weird thing, but you're not a weirdo. My parents saw them. They saw them. They lost their jobs. They, when they said anything about it. They told me not to talk to people about it either. Well, I guess they were trying to protect you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go lay down for a while. Okay. I'm going to go find Tommy and make sure that he's okay. Okay. I'll come back and check on you before dinner. And you go and find Tommy? Yes. All right. You're wrapping up your water balloon fight, and it's kind of been a, almost like a dodgeball event, but it's like a one-on-one. You throw at somebody and they have to dodge or catch or whatever and the first person to get wet is out i look wet and defeated <laughs> okay i was gonna give you a chance to win but we'll go with that so tommy is sitting on the sidelines pants shirt all soaked through from water I'm getting a game i'm getting a game <laughs> i'm getting a game i sit down next to him hey tom I'm getting a game. Yep. You'll get that game. So, what do you remember about at the arcade? You mean the... The... The, the thing? What thing? The, the Chuck E. Cheese people. <laughs> <laughs> God, that kid's never going back into Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Shit. I didn't think about that. You know what I'm talking about the in the screen. The, like, alien thing? Yeah. I think that's why that guy was here to talk to Lex. Is he an alien? I don't think so. Did he have a gun? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. He wants to see Lexi because... She saw these things, and she says her parents saw these things, and then they lost their jobs, and then she lost them. So she's seen the, she's seen aliens before? I guess. I don't know. I mean, she really didn't want to talk too much about it. And now we're seeing aliens. But only when we were around her. Oh. So what are we going to do? I just wanted to make sure that you were okay. I haven't seen anything else, have I? The only thing was that thing in the screen and then the dream that night. But I mean, like, you know, she was flashing stuff at uh, 
Jessica a few minutes ago. I didn't know. Okay. I didn't pick up on so any there is a proximity. Mm. Okay. Seems like. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. Okay. Okay, good. Um Yeah. Just stay with other people, I guess. And Yeah. Yeah, I know. Stranger danger, dad taught me. And you're getting a game, so participate. Do I look like I've been sitting on the sidelines? You look like somebody hit you with about a dozen water balloons. Yeah, that <laughs> happens when I participate. And Jimmy's looking <laughs> from across the way, yeah. like I was going there. I was going there too <laughs> with this look on his face that he's holding you know, the balloon. He's still in. <laughs> you know, he's an idiot, but he's really good at this. And you just watch him fling one uh, at somebody across from him, and it just push, explodes on him, uh, sending Jimmy into the winner circle. I hate that kid. You're such a dweeb. I hate that kid. Water balloons are like the best thing ever in summer. You and I remember things differently. (laughs) You're good at sports. Guilty shrug. Jessica may or may not have hit Tommy with a number of water balloons the summer before. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I wonder why we remember this differently. (laughs) Bucket full of them. Okay, so you head back to your normal day. Uh, Alexis has gone and laid down for a while, but you see her again later when the canteen opens between lunch and dinner during that long stretch. And uh, she's running it, so uh, she's pretty busy. People are coming up, and she's kind of punching numbers out of their card as uh, they use up some of their parents' money on the treats that they get and sometimes throw half of uh, them away and sometimes scarf them down really fast and get back to whatever games they can play during their free time while the canteen is open. And she, of course, pretends to punch our card, right? Yeah, when you guys come up, she's like, Ah, yeah, so what do you want? She's like, want a sample of anything from the new soda fountain? I want a sample of everything. Suicide! They don't track the inventory on the soda fountain like they did with the cans. Oh. I mean, how can they? You just hit the button and it comes out. So she just pops a suicide on there. She's like doing alternating and going back to another one. And she hands them over. Just not the diet drinks. Of course not. Or the juices. Of course not. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Um, What do we have on the dessert menu? Well, I mean, we've got the salty stuff and we've got the sweet stuff. Sweet stuff. Combos and we've got whatchamacallits. I'll take one of those. Uh, Here you go. We've got uh, fruit by the foot. Mm. Uh, We've got, we had Dunkaroos and she kind of pats this (laughs) big uh, pocket in her shirt. It's hanging down there. Can I, can um, I have three fruit by the foot so I can call it a fruit by the yard? <laughs> oh, Tommy. Yeah, here you go. Here's your three of those. Uh, we got gushers. Um, oh, my childhood just kicked me. <laughs> now and laters. Those were a lot more popular then. I mean, whatever you want. So she hands you your stuff and... She kind of like leans up against the bar. She's like, but, uh, you know, still got to be quick. 
Yeah, yeah. Of course. All right. Great. I'll bring some stuff back to the bunk, okay? Awesome. And uh, you head on, and uh, she starts serving stuff to the other kids. And she looks like... Very rarely do you ever see, like, Alexis look like she feels big or in charge or anything like that, or... uh, secure maybe Mm -hmm. (laughs) but while she's back there she's like feels like she has power to give these kids the treats that they're getting and punching out she really likes it i'm sure a career in food service will treat her well (laughs) (laughs) perfect for anyone with insecurities that's right (laughs) all right you pass the majority of the rest of the day um and the announcements are that tonight you guys are going to actually be going up and staying at the uh, wild camp. This is the one night that you guys sort of sleep out in the tents up there. So you guys have to pack. They show you actually how to pack a tent. Um, and then they'll show you how to pitch it and all that kind of stuff. So this is one of the lessons that the camp teaches about the outdoors is kind of the, how do you actually go and set up a tent and sleep in it and all that stuff. Just stares at Jessica. Just game. Do I have to game? I can ask Kevin if he'll let you sleep with me in my tent, but no promises. Game. You'll get a game. I'll even let you play on my game gear if you're sitting on the couch. Oh. Okay. Okay. Can, can you see if Kevin will, will let me sleep, sleep with you? I'll ask him. Thank you. Hey, Kevin. Hey, goat girl. I told you a dozen times not to call me that. I don't remember that, but all right. Don't call me that. All right. Well, it was just you were dealing with the goats. That doesn't mean I'm goat girl. Okay, fine. I mean, it's kind of like a superhero name, but fine. What's up? Um, shitty superhero. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if Tommy could possibly sleep with me tonight, since you got you have a full cabin and there's only two in mine. Oh well, I mean. And he's We've got my enough, little brother. Enough tents. Uh, they're going. We're going two to a tent. We're not going to pack the whole bunk in one of those little things. You know, Tommy doesn't want to share a tent with anybody. Uh, you want to share a tent with your little brother? Good. I mean, uh, Jessica. I really don't want him teaching me how to pitch a tent. <laughs> I'll help. I'll teach him and everything, and I'll take care of him so that you can have this night yeah, off. I'm just. The- uh, I'm just trying to get your goat, girl. Uh, I hate him. Can he be the first to die? It's one of the best things about, you know, being here with a big brother, little brother, big sister, whatever. It's the bonding experiences. I used to come here with my big brother, you know, Todd. We had a good time here at camp. He'd pick on me and stuff, you know, but he he was a good brother. Have fun. Have fun. What happened in Kevin's backstory? <laughs> no, I'm curious. Just, uh... He's Ask gotta, him tomorrow. He's got to help carry the tent up there to the wild camp, though. It's part okay. of the experience. That's fine. Whatever. Builds character. Oh, I hate people like you. And sore muscles. Well, part of the experience, he says. He kind of stretches. Oh. Okay, he's bye! Kind of fit. Odd-looking guy, though. All right. So, uh, anything else you want to do before you start heading up to Wild Camp? 
Tell Alexis. Okay, go back and find Alexis. Yes. Uh, hey, it's wild camp night, she says, huh? Yep. We doing that? Aren't we? Well, I mean, we work here. Yeah, and so that means we get a bigger tent. Yeah, sure. I'm sure we could get one of the nice ones. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have Tommy sleep with us. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Isn't he, like, into Britney Spears and stuff now? Isn't he too old for that sort of thing? I just... <laughs> Seething, impotent rage of, a, <laughs> of an embarrassed 10-year-old <laughs> flowing through my veins. <laughs> Could it really be much worse than us and the Backstreet Boys? Not sleeping in any of the Backstreet Boys' tents. Yeah, you're not Brittany. All right. That's I fine. just want to make sure that he stays safe, especially with it's fine. You can Agent sleep in the Lyle. Middle. You can sleep in the middle. That's fine. All right. Just try not to give me any creepy dreams or anything. I'll bring my radio. Can we listen to music tonight instead? Um, really quiet. I gotta have... Uh, I don't want you to trigger any dreams or anything. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, just okay, just for tonight. Okay, okay, just just for tonight. Music. Sure. Music. How okay. about classical music? Okay. And she <laughs> kind of turns around, goes to start packing her stuff up. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> this is totally fine. By the way, one... One of the things about this game is that you get to help narrate when some of these aspects hit. So there'll be sometimes when they go, like as part of the story, but sometimes where you can call on them if you need them to get out of a situation or something like that. Aspects? So you've determined, yeah, Alexis is the powered character in this campaign. Yeah, we right. figured out the telekinetic, telepathic. Yeah. So I think you kind of know that. Oh, so that's the, what you meant by powered character. Okay, The sorry. aspect you have now connected to her based on what you saw is that she can uh, send her memories or experiences or whatever to somebody else, okay. right, telepathically. I'm a kid of comic books. I'd happily explain this to my sister. <laughs> True. What's your brain? So if you back? need her to do that, you're allowed to use that aspect and narrate kind of how she might do that to help you guys get out of a situation or something because this game doesn't let you sort of play the powered character but it lets you sort of have some control over it collectively I think have you force 11 to do things yeah I, I think it's designed to play with a lot of people and then each can sort of narrate what the powered character does every so often and it's a shared way to control it so I'm going to put this up here and if you need her to do that, or you think there's a time she would, that I'm not already sort of using it, you can call upon that aspect, okay? Is he allowed to do that too or not yet? He hopefully will get something else. And they're not all powers. Some of them are like their personality stuff that you can use. Like if they there was one and they're like always protects a friend or something, you could call on that aspect of the character to help you. Panic attack on command. Right. <laughs> That's more what you've seen so far from yeah. this character. Okay, so that aspect is here. Okay. 
So you by guys, the, by the way, that's my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> you guys packed all your stuff and you get ready to head up to the wild camp for the night. I um, make him carry my backpack full of snacks and stuff. Yeah. Making Alexis, it look like it's another tent, but <laughs> you look at Alexis's snacks and she does have a few random things like a bag of combos, Funyuns. We're going to get mice in our tent. Um, but mostly, mice, she's got like a case of Dunkaroos in her pack. <laughs> Holy I got, crap. I got some snacks. I can tell what your childhood nostalgia is. I actually didn't really eat Dunkaroos. It's like the commercials. Um, but she's got them all packed up. She's like, we are ready. I guess this means I'm carrying the tent. Fine. Let your brother carry it. No, he's supposed to carry his own little tent thing. Otherwise, Kevin's going to make him sleep back with everybody else. All right. Weird. Okay. So you guys head up to Wild Camp at like maybe right before dinner-ish? No, I th- well, I thought it would be right after dinner. Everybody eats and goes yeah. up. That's probably true. Unless you're going to... I just cook breakfast up there. Forced march after a big meal is a recipe for success. It's not that far. (laughs) They just walked up to it, and it maybe took them half an hour to get up there or something. But they didn't have any stuff, and it's not a big line of people or whatever. They're actually getting you ready to go and getting packed and getting everybody checked that everybody's there and coming takes longer than the walk itself. But it's still... It's been a long day. You've been playing hard it's It's still a a a big hike to get up there at the end of the day with everything else and by the time you do and get the tents all set up and how frustrating it is to get them set up uh you're kind of ready for the day to be over they do start a fire in the middle of the camp and they sort of have the uh fire tenders who are going to sit up with the fire to make sure that it's okay and they've sort of uh volunteered some of the counselors to do that in their sort of shifts uh, to keep almost a watch on it and keep it fed um, so that it'll be there all night. But it's not like it's cold or anything. Um, Plus keeping an eye out for bears. Yeah, it's just kind of the idea to have I something I pick on Tommy safe. about that. Okay, so you Don't guys are kind of bears. set up. Don't trust Kevin. He's probably a bear plant too. <sighs> Tommy, such I'm a afraid of bears. I mean, we're in the wild. I'm not a little kid. You're ten. Yeah. You bears don't have can to eat be kids. Scared about ten. bears. You have to be scared about Sasquatch up here. Sasquatch oh, that f- again. Sasquatch is not real. Yes, he is. I've heard so many people talk about Sasquatch. Not only is he real, he's almost everywhere. They call him different things in different parts of the country. There's so many different kinds. If Sasquatch is real and he's everywhere, how come no one's gotten real proof that he exists? There's plenty of proof. People just don't want to believe it. We've had Sasquatch sightings in our own town. I don't believe her, but I'm going along with it because I'm picking on my little brother. There's Bigfoot. There's Sasquatch. There's the skunk ape. There's... Bat Squatch, there's the Ohio Grass Man. There's so many, Tommy. How could they all be fake? This is this can't possibly be real. Jesse's eyes are huge it. but nodding. You're both messed. I don't like either one of you. Roll a grit check. 
difficulty 10. Do you want to go sleep by yourself? Based on your situation. 19. Hey, uh, you're pretty sure, I guess with that grit check, telling yourself that it's not real is helping. I'm getting a game. I'm getting a game. I'm getting a game. <laughs> but Bigfoot isn't mean, Tommy. Oh, Coach Benson is mean. Not Bettinson. Coach Benson. What does Benson have to do with Bigfoot? He thinks Coach Benson is Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs> he is not. He just he has big laughs. feet. He does have big. Have you seen his feet? He just he only has big feet. He's not the Bigfoot. He just has big feet. No, like she said, there's many of them. He's a Bigfoot. I didn't say he was the Bigfoot. Well, He's we'll not add, a Bigfoot like that. We'll add Coach Benson to the list of things people call Bigfoot. It's fine. You're nuts. You could call coast to coast about that on some night on open lines, you know? Tell them how Bigfoot's your gym teacher. I'm I'm not allowed to use the phone after eight. Nope. One day when you're sleeping over my house, we've got a phone. You got to put a quarter in it, but we have the key. (laughs) You have a payphone in your house? Well, we found it. How did you hook it up? We hooked it up. Every once in a while, we actually sell a call to somebody who isn't us. That's actually really cool. Thanks, Tommy. Jess, can we get a payphone? No, we cannot get a payphone. It's cool, though. Yeah, it's cool. But she, she, she makes money. The spot on the wall where we hang our phone is this wide. The payphone will never fit. Your payphones are about that wide. This is on the corner of the wall. Not like the actual little corner, but like where the part of the wall that sticks out a little bit between... Two parts of a room. Wow, you've really got this planned out, don't you? <laughs> I do now. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Pass up a perfectly good business opportunity. In the middle of our house. Look, people are always going to use pay phones. Well, why can't they just borrow our house phone? We have a house. Because they don't pay you for that. I mean, think about it. Every time someone's out, they're away from their phone. They'd have to use a phone somehow, and if you can make money off of it, that's why payphones exist. Yes, but we're in a house. We're not just a shop on the street. You know, they have these new phones that you can use in your car. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's Those things a, are expensive. It's and a gimmick. It'll never catch on. Never. They're like in a big bag and stuff. But they're so stinking expensive. Yeah, they really are. I mean, the calls are even more expensive than long distance. I don't know. I just... Saw somebody had one before. They do look really cool, though. Yeah. Except for the big bag. That's kind of annoying and heavy. I saw somebody else who had a TV in their car. No way. Mm -hmm. They had like this weird antenna on the roof that looked like a seagull. We have a sedan. It's a car. Wasn't it in like a big van? Yeah, yeah. It was in a van. I think it was Jason's van from high school. No, it was his, some guy. His parents' house? Or his parents' van? Maybe. I saw it. Some guy came and, and bought some stuff from us down at the thrift, and we were helping him load it in the van. I saw it in there. Man, if you had a TV in your van, you could live in that. Live in a van? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. Let's be real. <laughs> Side note where does Mike live right now? <laughs> Mike lives in a van, down by the river. Just for that one day. Oh, boy. Do you guys want to go out by the fire or do you just want to hang out in here? It's kind of getting hot in here. Let's go out by the fire for a little bit where there's at least a breeze. And Bigfoot. 
that I don't believe in. All right. Tom, we're with you. How can you not believe in him and think your gym coach is him? I'm a complicated man. Okay, Tommy. <laughs> so you head out, sit for a while, watch the campfire, watch the... Uh, what is it? Crackles and spits and shoots ashes up toward the sky. Embers. Uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, as they, I was going to say, the little ashes from the fire kind of drift in the wind and the embers uh, blow up higher and higher toward the stars, which are really clear uh, up here on the mountaintop, uh, even with the light of the fire and a couple of flashlights uh, around in the camp, but mostly fairly dark. Which as some of the lights slowly start to click off. Um, a couple of kids have Walkmans or whatever, but most of them are talking to each other and uh, chatting, laughing, um, roughhousing in some parts of the camp with 10-year-olds as they do, especially the jimmies of the world. Um, Uh, But slowly they all seem to start to turn in and move into the tents, and Tommy in particular starting to get real tired after his long night last night of holding his pocket knife forward waiting for the assault. (laughs) So you watch Tommy yawn over there uh, on the log that you're sitting on. I think Tommy's getting tired, Shit, that started fake and turned real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should probably go back to the tent now. Yeah. All right. Do we hear any owls or anything? Um, There's definitely a lot of wildlife that you could hear up here, especially as the sounds of the camp quiet down. Uh, You could hear a great horned owl in the woods. Uh, You could sort of hear way in the distance, a couple of yips of coyotes calling back and forth to each other. Um, I think that owl has a has an Irish accent. <laughs> the sounds of uh, just the, like, peepers, uh, the, the frogs that you can hear over top of each other, um, really making a, a good blanket of background noise uh, in the woods, as well as the occasional... A uh, bug zipping around your head. You actually reach down at one point, probably during the night, too, uh, while sitting by the fire, um, Jess, and peel a tick off of your leg. God. It just sort of climbs from your sock onto your, onto your leg. Stupid things. We had those all over the place when I was a kid, Alexis says. Are you supposed to light them on fire or something? I don't know. I remember. Yeah, like after you pick them off. One time I was playing in the backyard and I was crawling around, jumping from log to log on some firewood or something. And I looked down and I had like, I don't know, 12 or 15 of those things on me. God, that's creepy. Some of them had bit me already. Ugh. (sighs) I don't like them. Me neither. Tommy, are you okay? No, this is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I shouldn't talk about the time when I walked through nope, the baby nope, tick nest. Nope, 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 nope. This is not a thing that's happened. Are you going to check me for ticks, Tommy? What? Nothing. <laughs> Just go to bed. 
rolls over. <laughs> I figured they were still outside when that was made. Oh. I'll send you back to the tent. Is he going to be all right? Girls are weird. I think. Do you want a few minutes with him before I come in, or do you want to hang out here? I mean, he should be fine. All right. I didn't know if he needed his mom to tuck him in. Not his mom, just his big sister trying to take care of him. I know, I know. You do a good job. He's getting older, though, you know? Okay. Just saying. He's still only 10. When I was 10, I mean, (laughs) I went everywhere. I'm tired. You coming in? Yeah. All right. So you'll lay down and start to go to sleep. She pulls her radio out and sets it up. Pops a new set of batteries into it. Turns on coast to coast. Jessica, I mean, Alexis, you said classical. Talking to yourself again? (laughs) Yes, always. (laughs) What's a classical station here? Uh, Usually they're like in the 80s. Low 90s? I usually only scan around the AM dial. FM. I know. And she, going to push the FM just <laughs> takes a minute, like, and slides it over and then starts scanning up the dials until you hear something vaguely classical or uh, yeah, that orchestral. One, that one. Uh, okay. Um, ugh. Faulkner. You know this? <laughs> Just sounds like instruments to me. Night, Tommy. Good night. Night, Jess. Good night. Night, John Boy. Good night, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you two fall asleep. Later, in the middle of the night, you feel this uh, hold, like this hold on your arms and your body. It almost feels like you're paralyzed. I don't like sleep paralysis. Um, Both of us? Yeah. Okay. And... Um, You open your eyes, but you're not in the tent. You're up against a wall. Your arms sort of bound up against the back. But even in your peripheral, you can see them, and it doesn't look like anything's physically holding them. Like you can't see any shackles or manacles or anything. You feel yourself pressed up against that wall. Jess? In front of you. It's a pretty long hall, bisected in the middle by what looks like a hall going the other way with light coming down it from both sides. But your hall is pretty dark. Um, when he calls my name, could I hear it? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming I'm in the same position, but... Right, you are. Basically having this, the same dream. Um, you can hear... Jessica! Sort of a footsteps, almost like coming down that bisected hall. 
and then that stops. The vision stops. You come back, and this time you're still in the same position, but now it's almost like you're looking up at a ceiling, kind of a domed uh, steel room uh, with these... You can't even see, like, any plates or anything. It's just a sheen around it. And, um, again, still have that same feeling of, like, you want to move, but you can't. And this time in the peripheral, you could see figures sort of moving around. And all of a sudden, you feel something just dig in to your arm, this deep uh, needle or something that just starts at your wrist and you feel it inch its way all the way up to like the inside of your elbow and then you feel it widen and then <laughs> Mike is uncomfortable pulls out really quickly but you can still feel something inside and then the face leans over you the gray alien face staring down at you and sort of handling another sort of tool. It's hard to tell exactly what the purpose is. And then all you feel is this pain in the back of your head at the top of your neck. Extreme burning and burning and burning. And then it stops. And you're in a bed. The window's open. The breeze is blowing across your face. It's cool, but you're sweating. You can feel the dampness all over your body and the cool breeze blowing across it. You look down at your arm. Don't really see anything. You look at the sheets. One small spot of blood and you can see in the moonlight. Outside, half moon, bright enough to see the trees moving and things like that. You see something in the distance in the sky, this vague outline of this shape, just sail off into the distance. And you awake at the same time. And you hear screaming in the camp. You poke your head out of the tent, or you move out of the tent, and you walk outside. Alexis still asleep. Tommy's compulsively checking his arm. Okay. Like on the inside of his elbow. He's feeling for something. Yeah. You feel this dull ache, but there's nothing visible there. Lexi! Lexi, wake up! Lexi! As you're trying to wake her up, you look outside the tent, or... Yeah. You see people coming out and starting to look up at the sky. I look up. Don't! You'll be blinded! Oh, wait, you it's not the Triffids. that shape from in your dreams on a empty sort of section underneath, like, a cloud, almost reflecting back, hovering there, almost like a hologram. For just a second. Uh, Jess? Alexis wakes up. Jess? You look back at the tent for Jess. You look back up at the sky. 
It's gone. What, Tommy, what? Did did you just have the dream, too? I had a dream, so I tried to wake up Lexi. You saw the thing on the moon, right? What thing? The shape? The... the no, I was trying to wake up Lexi. What What did you see? No, I mean, in the dream. Well, I saw the dream, yeah, of course. It was here. Just now. It's not there anymore, but it was here. Lexi, are you okay? Huh? Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Lexi, what? It happened. It happened here. What happened? I... I you saw them? Yeah, we had the dream. Not that one, not that one. That's the bad one, she says. What does it mean? It's what happened. So why, why, why did Tommy see the thing up in the sky? No, no, no. She's just broken down, crying. Jess, I want to go home. And you hear people outside crying, screaming, shouting at each other. Counselor's trying to be like, it's okay, everyone, calm down. And I mean, to be fair, the counselors are kids, too. <laughs> yeah. Just chaos kind of erupting in the wild camp up there. And she's just in a ball on the ground. Tommy zips the tent back down. Okay. And I think that's where we'll call it for this evening. Jessica puts her arm around Tommy. Like, hug him, kind of. I want to go home, Jess. Pat, 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 pat. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at Date Night Podcast or visiting datenightpodcast.com.